0: You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. This year, our church, Canyon Bible Church of Prescott, is going through uh, the Old Testament prophets, starting in Isaiah, ending in Malachi And before each of the books, I'm going to do uh, a little intro to each of them to kind of set the stage for what's coming as you read through the book. So we're starting here, January 1st, with the introduction to the book of Isaiah. Now, the book of Isaiah was written between 750 and 700 B.C., so about 700 or so years before Christ. God sent the prophet Isaiah to the nation of Judah. Now, remember, God's chosen people had been disciplined, Their their nation, Israel, was split into two, split into the nation of Israel in the north and then a second nation or another nation, Judah, in the south. So the capital of Israel was Samaria, capital of Judah was Jerusalem. So now we've got two nations, uh, both that were originally God's chosen people, still are God's chosen people, but are in sin. So the Lord disciplined them, split them apart. This book is written to the southern kingdom, Judah, Isaiah is. So Isaiah is written to Judah, the southern kingdom, and God repeatedly rebukes Judah. He also rebukes Israel in this book, and he also rebukes the Gentile nations around them. They're all living ungodly lives. The first 40 chapters of this book are full of judgment proclamations against the nation of Judah and other nations as well, as I mentioned. Chapters 41 through 66, the the, the latter part of the book, are full of the promises of salvation So most of 1 through 40 is judgment passages, although there are plenty of these wonderful uh, passages relating to God's salvation kind of sprinkled throughout 1 through 40. But then 41 through 66 is where really many of uh, the teachings about God's future salvation come out and are revealed. So really you can split it up into two, 1 through 39 and then 40 through 66. As we sit here in the 21st century, many of the prophecies that are prophesied in this book have happened. For example, a virgin bore a son, as it says in Isaiah 7. There was a child born to be the Savior, Isaiah 9. There are many prophecies that are already fulfilled, and there are many prophecies that are yet to be fulfilled and some, as is the nature of biblical prophecy, uh, some prophecies you will read and you think, well, that was kind of fulfilled when Jesus came, but we're still waiting for the final fulfillment of that prophecy. So, some of these prophecies that you'll read in Isaiah have been fulfilled, some are partially fulfilled, and some aren't fulfilled at all. So, that's kind of where we sit today in the 21st century. Now, Here's how I would encourage you to read this book. And some of these things that I share will be true for the other books of the prophets as well. But here's how I'd encourage you to read through Isaiah. First, know the setting. Now, I've described it to you already. But in a sentence, God is pronouncing judgment and a message of salvation to Judah. There's kind of the summary of the book. Second, look for the sin that's being shown to Judah. Look for the sin of theirs that's being described to them. Look at how the Lord rebukes them and calls them out. Look for that. And then take that sin of Judah or sometimes of Israel or sometimes of the wicked nations, take that sin and trace it back to your heart. You'll read of greed, sexual immorality, selfish leadership, going through the motions of worship all the while worshiping and trusting other things or possessions or people you'll read of a failure to trust in the lord you'll read of fearing men rather than fearing god you'll read of many more sins as well don't ever assume that the sins detailed in isaiah or for that part the rest of scripture don't ever assume that the sins detailed in the scriptures have gone away with the passage of time take those sins And draw a line back to your heart and ask the Lord for an honest conviction. If you see these things in your heart, then that's a good starting point. Third, after seeing the sins detailed in this book, and even in your own heart, look for the promises of salvation that are sprinkled throughout the first 40 chapters. And then look for the promises of salvation that are uh, overwhelmingly detailed from chapter 40 through 66. So don't just look at your sin, look at your sin and see the promises of God's salvation at work. Right off the bat in chapter 1, God rebukes the nation. But in chapter 118, he offers to take their sins away. So look for God's gracious character in in these offers of salvation. If you're a highlighter or one who marks your Bible, you might consider marking the sins of the nation in one color and then the wonderful offers of salvation in another color just to kind of distinguish those and to kind of let your eyes easily fall on those later on when you read your Bible through again. Now, the fourth and final piece of advice I'd give to you in reading this book and others to come is to go where the Spirit leads you. Go where the Lord leads you in His Word. Now, sometimes in the book of Isaiah or in other books, there can be a sort of fatigue when themes are repeated. You might find yourself saying something like, here we go again, another passage about judgment. I'm exhorting you not to do that for two reasons. First, the Spirit wrote every single word of Scripture, and He repeated it for a reason. He's trying to communicate something to us, His people. Second, if it's repeated, It's all the more reason to take it to heart. The worst thing that we can do would be to gloss over something because it's repeated. This response would be the exact opposite of what the Spirit would intend for us. So, go where the passage leads you. If you do that, you're going to where the Spirit is leading you, to where God himself is leading you. If you spend seven days in a row in judgment passages, then meditate on God's judgment for seven days in a row. It'll make you appreciate the pronouncement of salvation that you read about on the eighth day. So go where the Spirit leads you in His Word. My hope is that at the end of this study in Isaiah, that you've understood more clearly the sin that still lies in your flesh. I also pray that you'd understand the wonder of God's salvation all the more clearly, and that you'd come away seeing that God's salvation is stronger than your sin. Or as Isaiah 9 says, The light is stronger than the darkness. Those who dwelt in darkness have seen a great light. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.